Mark, is that a new intro song I hear? You're in the right place. Welcome friends, you're listening to I Feel For You, and I'm Dion, here in this new landscape of sound. Thank you, Finaman, for this. Very Lizia Mercia, how do you say her surname? Decru? Anyway, sorry to French listeners. Um, Hi, you're in the right place. I'm Dion, a creative coach, yoga, movement, meditation teacher, writer, DJ, human being, polymath, all the things and embracing being human. Yeah, like all of us, right? On this life path. And this is a podcast for you, my friends. I'm so glad that you're here. And this is episode 40. Can you believe? And friends, I have a question for you. What do you want? That was a bit confrontational, wasn't it? But there's a reason for this question. Some of you know I've been on a bit of a quest this year, this lifetime, to be more me and to allow Ethel, my alter ego, some slack and embrace expression, shamelessness and learning how to be. Sure, this is a life's quest, but... This is episode 40, 40, I know. So I thought it might be nice to pay tribute to this magic number, which feels especially magic for me this year because in February, I turn 40. Yes, I know. QJ to kiss, we gon' make it cause it's real and I'm bopping like it's 1997. My favorite musical boyfriend. I'm so excited about it, to be honest. I mean, the older I get, the more me I feel. I mean, I've always been me, but I am truly feeling a difference as I begin to leave my 30s behind and embrace a new era. Sure, it's just a number and it's imaginary, right? Birthdays are simply anniversaries of a moment and every moment matters. But I thought it might be fun to share some of the things I've been working towards as I embrace my 40th year on this planet. And I'm sharing this with you in the hope that you can use my milestone, albeit an imaginary one, to inspire and help you recognise your own and to consider the potential you have in every single day you're up in here, up in here, you know? To let yourself go for what you want and to move towards it bit by bit, little by little. I'll also break some of the stuff down for you later on in the show with a little creative activity to start to tackle how you might be able to apply this idea of goals to your own situation and begin to, yeah, break it down so they can be for real life and not pretend. So I really hope there's something here that helps you feel supported and reminds you of who the hell you are and inspires you to go towards your dreams. Thank you also so, so much to everybody who's left me five-star reviews and delicioso comments and feedback about the podcast. I cannot tell you how much this means and how grateful I am for you because I make this for you. So from my rotund and bulbous heart space to yours, thank you. Your listening and sharing and rating and reviewing this podcast means the world and it's why I keep showing up and rolling out Ethel for this unhinged cake. 
I appreciate you. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave me a review because it really helps other good people find it. So thank you. And know that I love to hear from you, your requests for show topics, thoughts, kitsch music videos, musings and so on. So please reach out to me. All the links will be in the show notes. So if you head to my website, dion.space, you will find the podcast there. Or you can head to ifeelforyoupodcast.com. And this is episode 40. Yes. So let's get into this episode, shall we? So as I said, because it's the 40th episode, I thought I'd share some of the goals that I'm working towards in my 40th year. So first off was getting a haircut after 20 years of not going to a hairdresser's. And in fact, I had my haircut a few weeks ago, like cut. You know, it was down to my mid back and now it's much, much shorter and my bangs are back and I feel lighter, darling. And I have to admit, although I was shooketh when I first (laughs) saw this new hair, it took me a little moment. I'll be honest. Um, I had to get used to not having neck pain from wearing all my hair up in a lopsided bun. Honestly, truly, my body worker fam will be pleased to hear this because, you know... (laughs) The weight of your hair is a real thing, right? But it's a new me, darling. Still the same me, but, you know, also new. Although I was nervous about going to the hairdressers, the person I saw, Sabrina Kidd, I've been (laughs) sharing her name with so many people and recommending her because she was great, really supportive and understanding about my fear of hairdressers. Um, And that's not the only reason I didn't go to hairdressers, but I guess it's good to do things that scare you once in a while, right? And, And to be honest, of late, I'm trying to do that a bit each day, hence why I'm showing up on Instagram TV, for example. Have you found me there yet? <laughs> I'm sharing some chats and tools with you to feel better and hopefully inspired. So do come and hang out with me. I'll link you up. My handle is Dion with seven underscores on Instagram. Link will be in the show notes, of course. So next up in my goals is learning how to do my makeup slash skincare which is a big one, you know, because after a lifetime of ashy SPF, it's not been fun. Um, So any suggestions, by the way, for clean SPF for all shades of brown skin, welcome. I actually plan to share some of the ones I've tried over the years on my blog and review it in case it was useful to anyone. So do let me know if that's helpful for you. I've tried a lot. (laughs) So maybe that speaks to someone out there. And also with makeup as well. You know, my mum is white. And, you know, although I've loved her makeup and trying it on as a little girl and so on, it wasn't for me, you know. (laughs) I mean, you know, in the 80s, frosty shades of lipstick were all the rage, but it just didn't really suit my skin tone. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, um, learning how to do my makeup has been a process. So I've had many a brilliant conversation with good people who have helped me on their journey as well like just learning how to do things because it's fun right makeup is like drag it's a costume and yeah I love it it's fun to play so next on my list is these are in no particular order by the way but next on my list is get to the Caribbean or get back to the Caribbean and lots of you know this that already I've spoken about my yearning to return it's long overdue because I used to live in the Caribbean. I went to school there. I went to two different schools in the Caribbean and it feels like yesterday, although it was a long time ago now. But I have 
been taking action on this one. Uh, there's been talk of a retreat in Grenada, darlings, an island I've wanted to go to for my entire life. Well, as long as I could have dreams, I guess. Going to Grenada is a dream for me and I can tell you that conversations have been had dates explored. So what do you think? Are you interested? You want to join me on retreat in Grenada? Huh? (laughs) We'll see. Anyway, on to another dream, which is to fully embrace my coaching officially. I'm making the air quote sign now. And to stop hiding what I do, which is a big one. Can you relate? Let me get a foghorn. Do we have an air horn in the house, Shettle? I mean, I'm super shy. Which is a cop-out answer in relation to this dream, perhaps, but truly, painfully, forever hiding being seen. And I'm really trying to work on it because I don't think it's so helpful to hide. And I'm not talking here about being an introvert because that's a different thing. That's not the issue. That's just a way of being. It's more the hiding myself away from people, hiding what I'm doing, um, hiding my skills, hiding my services, because it goes completely against what I'm trying to do whilst I'm on this planet. And what I'm trying to do is to be as helpful as I possibly can with accessible and sustainable tools that have impact with integrity. So I've started to try to be a bit more open about my coaching. I'm trying to go beyond just mentioning it in a side note in my digest, which is my newsletter for those of you who are new here. Um, You can sign up uh, if you go to my site, dion.space forward slash digest, if you want love letters from me each week, um, lots of encouragement and so on. But yeah, for many years, I've sneaked coaching into my yoga workshops and community classes and retreats. But now I'm trying to be more intentionally open about it. For example, this year on our, is it seventh Brighton retreat this summer, our guests get to have a one-to-one with me, a creative coaching session so that we can go even deeper on the journey and I can support them even more on their path so they can get to where they want to go quicker with more support. And also I'm trying to put this into action simply when people ask what I do. (laughs) And that happened to me this week. And what I tend to do when someone asks is I start umming and ahhing and feeling like a wanker about... (laughs) about saying what I do. This is not new. When I was mainly teaching yoga as my main gig and DJing on the side, I would also hesitate. When I was working in radio, it was the same thing. I would just, yeah, feel really awkward about saying what I do. And so, you know, there's levels to this, which are perhaps for another episode, my love, so that I can really dive into this stuff because it might connect with um, this whole idea of imposter syndrome. I've spoken about this on previous podcasts. Some of you have probably heard, so feel free to go through the archives. I'll link you up in the show notes and so on. But yeah, like really trying to own what I do. So yeah, I coach people. I've been doing it for many years and you can work with me. And there are new offerings up on my website, dion.space now. So go check them out if you're interested in real life transformation and let's work together. See, easy, right? (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Next, letting Ethel out of her cage more. Some of you have been watching my Instagram stories this week. You know, I tend to do a lot of uh, Q&As and chats and vision boards and so on with you guys uh, around stuff that we might get stuck on or like stuff that might feel inspiring and help you to feel motivated. And this week I shared some advice for when you're in need of motivation. Actually, it was my advice, but it was also coming from Ethel. Ethel made an appearance and I was talking about her (laughs) 
and saying that I was going to let her out the cage. But then I forgot to say who Ethel was. So if people were kind of meeting me for the first time, it sounded like I kept someone in a cage who was rattling, <laughs> rattling and asking to be let out. And I was considering it. And yeah, it was just awful. That was, yeah, a side note story time. But yeah, Ethel, letting Ethel out of her cage more and daring to use my voice and to speak on things and to own my okayness. Isn't there a Homer Simpson meme about that? Anyway, so some of you know about my journey, my long ass journey with learning to use my voice. And if you haven't, maybe take a listen to episode number seven, which is called The Importance of Being Vulnerable, Showing Up and Coming Out of the Cave. And that's where I share my journey and struggles with finding a way to safely express myself. And I share some tools and techniques that I've used and found useful when learning to come out of the cave and reconnecting with myself when I'm feeling a bit disconnected and mute and when I'm facing resistance and contraction. So I really hope that episode number seven helps you out. All right, on to the next, which is very exciting. See Mariah Carey. Yes, to joy and pleasure. So, uh, yeah, this week I um, did just that. I went to see my queen, Mimi, the only royalty I recognise, Mimi, Mariah Carey, uh, at the Royal Albert Hall. And I'm still gathering up the compartments of life that were delivered to me that evening. And I'm still a bit croaky from all the screaming and crying and... (laughs) Most of all, I'm just so gluttonously grateful to have been able to have the privilege to be in the same room, breathing the same air as this icon, like beyond grateful. And that is as in life goal unlocked and delivered to my heart. Yeah, so check out my Instagram for more of a breakdown. Excuse the pun. That pun was just for my Lamely. And Lamely, for those who aren't, are fans of Mimi. (laughs) So on my Instagram, I'm talking a bit about the concert and my feelings following the concert and yeah it's in the grid so check it out if you're interested or don't if you're not it's all good should we move on yes so next on my list is to make an effort to find friends and appreciate my current friends so friendships in my 30s have been hard for me and i mean in my 20s they were complex too All the moving around, displacement, friends being dotted all around the world. And it's not been so easy to find compatible dates for meetups, for example. We've got other priorities, like many who have families and me with work stuff and travels. So I've really been trying to give more time and attention to the people that I care about. More connection. And I think I spoke about this in much more detail in episode number 35 called Who Do You Love? Never Forget to Say Thank You. Also, I spoke about it in episode 32, which was called Life with a Chronic Illness, Connecting with Yourself and Finding Your Community. So if you're interested in exploring that in a bit more detail, be my guest. So next on my list, get strong and join a gym and do the zero to 5k. I know it's very trendy right now, isn't it? But... (laughs) My friend Nats put me onto the 0 to 5k because I remember her doing it years back and she really wants to do it this year. And so we had a meeting this week and spoke about the gyms in Brighton. And guess what? I'm signing up to a gym after spending weeks or is it months reading reviews? Is anyone else like this? Anyway, so yeah, as I reach 40, I'm so aware of the need in me to feel strong 
And I've had a couple of chronic injuries in my 30s and I live with an autoimmune disorder. Some of you know, if not, episode 32 is probably the one for you. Um, and my symptoms can really flare up and leave me feeling really weak and exhausted. So monitoring my hormones and their fluctuations is part of my daily cycle in learning how to best take care of myself and listen to what I need. So gym isn't really for me about looking good. It's more the feeling, you know what I mean? I want to feel strong. I want to feel good. And also for mental health, right? Anyway, so as many of you know, perimenopause can have many symptoms and they can flare up any time from your 30s to your 50s. Well, it depends how long you're going through it, right? So as long as it takes for you to get to your menopause, you might have symptoms. And a frequent feature of perimenopause is a loss of bone density. And P.S., you know, when we speak about the menopause, often I feel like we're describing the process of getting towards this place where our periods stop, right? But it's interesting because perimenopause is actually that stage that we're talking about. Menopause is when your periods actually stop, when you kind of reach the end of that journey. I don't know if that's useful information for you, but anyway, so in case you didn't know what I was referring to when I said perimenopause. So yeah, a frequent feature of perimenopause is a loss of bone density, which is affected by estrogen levels, amongst other stuff like vitamin K and vitamin D function, right? And your estrogen levels tend to drop as you go through perimenopause. And estrogen is just one of those things that helps to preserve calcium levels. Of course, this is complex, right? <laughs> Do your own research. But yeah, I am interested in building bone density. I want to get strong and feel strong and support myself as best as I can. So I wonder if anyone out there is doing the same on the similar journey. And I wonder if anyone's doing the zero to 5k as well. Let me know, eh? Let's keep each other motivated. All right, let's move on. So another goal in my 40th year is inviting guests onto this podcast. So I've been putting off interviewing guests for this podcast, although I've had a list going, a very thorough list, I might add, for the past two years. Actually, it's been longer than that. I mean, I've even interviewed someone dear to me. That's probably over a year ago now. And the interview was over two hours long and I got scared it would be too much for you guys. You know, I don't know, the damn doubt is wild, but I figured there's a reason that I want to feature people in this space. My list is now up to 50 something. I think that's like the kind of thorough, absolute yay, go for it list. And that's kind of ridiculous, right? These are all people I admire and find deeply inspiring. And I figured you probably will too. And also one of my favorite things to do is to have conversations like dig into conversations that stir the soul with good people. Hence why I love coaching so much too. So you might be pleased to hear that finally I've taken action and I've lined up two guests to interview next week. Yes. Actually, I've asked a few people over the years and I've all said yes. I've just chickened out. I know, right? Sad. I'm calling myself out on my own BS. So perhaps you're interested in someone I should have a conversation with or a topic to chew. I'm interested. And remember, this show is for you. So tell me what you want. Resisting singing. You can message me in the show notes and you can reach me on the socials like on Instagram. I'm Dion with seven underscores. And you can also send me a voicemail, which I love. And did you also know I offer free micro coaching this way? Yeah, this is a way for you to ask me a question. So whether it's via voicemail or email, I'll answer it right here for you on the podcast. So get into that if you're interested. Head to my site, dion.space, to find out more. And you spell my name Dion as in Warwick, D-I-O-N-N-E. Yes, excited. 
Okay then, my darlings, let's move on. The final thing I'm going to share with you today that I want and really, really want in my 40th year is sharing my writing with the world. Okay, let me get more specific here because I've been doing that for many years now. You know, I've had so many blogs over time. I've written for different places and so on. But I mean, taking my writing more seriously. Do you know that I've written three books? One autobiography. I mostly wrote between the ages of 18 and 32. A collection of encouraging life stories I collated in 2014. Plus a book about self-care for real life, which I wrote in the same year. Admittedly, this was the year I got super sick and everything had to shift. But still, I've never done anything with these books. They're just sitting on my hard drives, neglected and gathering dust. And on top of that, I've written countless other mini books that have been floating around in the ether. So I am calling myself out here to follow up leads from people who have been writing mentors for me over the years, including one of my heroes, Colin Grant, who I've spoken about before in episode number 16, saying yes to joy and pleasure, which is still so much at the heart of how I'm trying to be on this planet, my darlings. I think Maya Angelou said it so well. My mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor and some style. And I want to do this and be in service and as useful as I can in the process, my darling. So... Let's turn the tables for a moment, shall we, if you're up for it. So feel free to grab a notebook or your notes in your phone right now. And let's take a moment to visualise your next year. What do you want? Like, really want? Okay, I'm really, really trying not to sing here. It's painful, but I would love it if you could write down what you want. Like, what do you want for yourself this year ahead? I know, just one thing take the pressure off. It could be anything. A place you want to visit, a personal goal you have for yourself, like maybe establishing a healthy sleep routine, or maybe you want the feeling of being safe in your own skin and feeling free to use your voice and express yourself. Perhaps you want to shoot your shot with someone you admire. Maybe you want to build a community of good people around you. Perhaps you want to create something and put it out into the world. Start a podcast, build that website, recover from burnout. Whatever it is, speak on it. Well, you know, write it down, darling. Uh, Shuttle, could we have a bit of lift music, please? I'll give you a few moments. Just write what comes into your head. That's usually a good sign. Okay, now you've explored what you want. Let's break this down. What's the easiest thing you can do right now to start making this happen? What would bring you closer to that goal? So let me break this down a little bit whilst you chew it over. So for example, in my situation, referring to a couple of my goals. So the first, perhaps, let's talk about the hair. (laughs) So even though I wanted to get a haircut for years, there have been situations where it hasn't been quite right. Maybe it was struggling in those early years in Norway to even afford to eat, right? I couldn't afford to go to the hairdressers, so that's what I did. There were other obstacles in the way. But even though there were obstacles, I still worked towards that goal. So, for example, I've been looking at different hairdressers and researching ways to take care of my own hair in the meantime. And I mean, perhaps this is different because, you know, I'm mixed and black and have coily hair. So for example, when I did live in Norway and in Brighton, it just wasn't an option to go to a hairdresser because there's no one, no one could do my hair. They didn't know how to. They were really intimidated by, you got too much hair. Do you know how many times I've heard that? Oh my God. Anyway, 
So the world is simply not set up to cater for people like us and our hair needs that easily. So, you know, I had to get savvy with it, just like I have my whole life. I wanted products that were as clean as possible. So in 2008, I started making my own hair products. I took time to learn about ingredients for hair care and to mix and experiment with what worked with my own texture and also what didn't. And I cut my own hair and I've always cut my own hair in this time because, yeah, it was 2000 and no, it was 1999 that I last went to a hairdresser. Splinters, Birmingham, shout out to you guys back in the days. Anyway, so sure, I had some mishaps, but you know, it's been a learning process, which I think has led me to this point. So even though my goal was, yeah, our hair goals, have a haircut that I actually want and like and go to a place where I feel safe and that someone actually knows how to do my hair. And you know what I mean? It wasn't accessible before, but I could still take steps towards it. Make sense? And another example in breaking down your goals, right? It's the same with my goal of not hiding my coaching. So I've been low-key coaching people for over 20 years, probably longer, to be honest, but I've only made it slightly official since 2016. And even then, I tried to hide it and I've avoided talking about it. And my clients, which I feel very lucky to say, have always come to me via word of mouth. So I'd sheepishly placed a kind of, just before we jump in, sentence at the top of my newsletter as a kind of afterthought. You know, those of you who read the digest know what I'm talking about. Because I felt shy. I felt ashamed even because of all the assumptions that I thought people would have about me putting a price on all of my time and energy and experience that I've built up over all these years, right? But thankfully, I'm grateful for people that have often asked me and challenged me on that and pressed me to make my coaching official and also reminded me that I'm doing a disservice to the world by keeping myself small and my mouth shut about it, you know? So I wonder if there's any way that you're doing the same with your own goal, you know? Maybe reflect on that. And I mean, this is a whole episode alone, right? (laughs) And if you're interested in going in on imposter syndrome and its mates, fear and self-doubt, for which there are many a previous podcast, including episode 29, which is called A Five-Step Plan for a Date with Your Inner Critic. I'll put this in the show notes, obviously. Also, episode number 28, Learning to Trust You Are Enough, Especially in Challenging Times. All of the episodes and things that I've mentioned in this podcast will be in the show notes. So don't worry about trying to make a note of this. I've got you. I feel for you podcast.com or head to dion.space where you will get the show notes. This is episode 40. So yeah, can you break it down? Can you identify the first step that will bring you closer towards your goal? Doesn't matter how lofty your dream seems. Just think about what you can do to start making this real. It might be to do with your mindset, like with my relationship with coaching, for example. It might be about starting a Pinterest board and collecting research about this thing that you're going to make. Do you know what I mean? What can you do to make this goal more tangible, more real? And and perhaps, Fina Man, we can have that lift music again just for a moment whilst you just finish off your notes, because I've been talking a lot. Thank you, Feeney. So I wonder if you can put this note somewhere, somewhere close to you. If you've got a diary, stick it in there. Somewhere you're going to see it regularly. Maybe pin it up in a place that you go past every single day. Maybe on the door to your bedroom or something or wherever. Maybe you set a little alarm in your calendar to pop up each day just to remind you of that vision. You know what I mean? 
So it's kind of always there and resonant. So you've got it in the back of your head so that every action can be intentional. The things that you do in the day, nothing is wasted. You're already on your way towards your goal. And finally, if you feel like it and you want a bit of accountability and you want to dare to take the next step, maybe you can just mail me or send me a message and just tell me what your goal is. I would love to know. And obviously, if there's anything I can do to support you, let me know. That's why I'm here, right? So the reason I'm sharing all of this stuff with you is so that you can use my 40th milestone, albeit imaginary, because as I said, birthdays are simply anniversaries of a moment, right? And every moment matters. But I hope that my milestone helps you to recognize your own and to consider the potential that you have in every single day. You're not going to sing it, not going to sing it. Okay, up in here, up in here, you know, to let yourself go for what you want and move towards it bit by bit, little by little. So how do you even begin to start doing that? Well, I would ask you, how do you see your goals? Do you feel that they're these lofty things that you might never achieve or dreams for someday? Are they things that you think other people do, but not you? And if so, I'd ask why? And specifically, why should you not be able to do the things that excite and inspire you? Who are you to not be able to prioritize your own needs, your well-being, your healing, your self-nourishment, you know? You get the point, right? Owning your goals is the foundation to realizing them. And as I would say, when I agree with someone passionately on any platform, speak on it, sis. You know what I mean. Goals can get a bad rep, but they don't have to smell or make you cringe or overwhelmed. What is it that Maria Forleo says? Everything is figureoutable? Also, you don't have to do this stuff alone. So with that, an offering. So perhaps you already know what pizzazz you possess, but you don't know how to translate that into action. You might feel you understand your deep-rooted dreams or have no idea what you really want yet. You need inspiration, motivation, understanding, encouragement, discipline in the right moments, and ease. And to stop denying your voice and your truth, your story. And I can help. I can help you find a clear pathway back to yourself. I can help you show up to share your message, embrace your vulnerability minus vulnerability hangovers, experiment and get comfortable in your own skin. I can help you release the clench of doubt, fear, imposter syndrome, so you can stop hiding and depriving the world of your unique and wonderful ways. You have this, and together we have this, be it mapping that you're looking for, or some direction, some strategy, some self-care, wellness, maybe adjusting your mindset, so that you can feel empowered to reclaim your story in ways that are inclusive, accessible, and sustainable. So, if that sounds interesting, maybe check out my new coaching options. Head to dion.space, where you can read all about them. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, I'll put lots of links to resources that are free for you to explore and dive deeper into that hopefully help to support you on your journey. So the route to 40, my darlings, mm, I'm excited. If you've got any advice or any thoughts or offerings or questions, 
please feel free to reach out to me. I love to hear from you. I love to hear your perspective. And I also love to see where you're listening from. So if you're on your phone, take a little screenshot, make a sound there, Feeney, and tag me on your Instagram stories or something. I don't know, like, let me know where you're listening from and let me know your thoughts and let's connect. Yes. I really hope there was something useful here for you. And here's to embracing every day of our lives, right? Did you just watch Days of Our Lives? Anyway, um, Sunset Beach was better, I think. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate you. If you like this episode, feel free to, I don't know, give me a rating, some feedback, whatever. But just know that in my heart, I'm holding space for you and always encouraging you and celebrating you and cheering you on. Thank you so much. And I'll speak to you soon. Take care.